Welcome to Take This Poem Podcast, where we explore the rich, wild things that good poems can do in the everyday lives of ordinary folks. I'm your host, Mary Guidis. Whether you're a longtime poetry lover like I am, or just barely interested, I invite you to take this poem. I hope it amends the soil of your life. Hello. Guess what? We're about halfway through this year. In January, I started this little project and I wanted to post one episode a week for an entire year. And yeah, this is about halfway through. I've been having a great time, largely thanks to you, my generous, curious listeners who have made this a rip-roaring good time so far. And I'm looking forward to the second half of the year. I keep thinking of so many good fall and winter poems and making myself save those for when that time comes back. If you haven't yet followed or rated or reviewed this show or whatever your particular podcast platform allows, take a minute to do so if you're willing, simply because I think it will eventually help other folks find their way here. That's all I really want. So thank you for helping out in that way if you can. It wasn't that long ago that my friend Anna was on here with a Billy Collins poem, but I have another one of his to share with you today. It's called Passengers. I did some airplane flying myself this month, and this poem's been on my mind. I'll tell you a little bit more about why in a minute, but first I'll read you this poem, Passengers, by Billy Collins. At the gate, I sit in a row of blue seats with the possible company of my death. This sprawling miscellany of people carry on bags and paperbacks that could be gathered in a flash into a band of pilgrims on the last open road. Not that I think if our plane crumpled into a mountain, we would all ascend together, holding hands like a ring of skydivers into a sudden gasp of brightness or that there would be some common spot for us to reunite to jubilize the moment, some spaceless, pillarless grease, where we could, at the count of three, toss our ashes into the sunny air. It's just that the way that man has his briefcase so carefully arranged, the way that girl is cooling her tea, and the flow of the comb that woman passes through her daughter's hair, and when you consider the altitude the secret parts of the engines, and all the hard water and the deep canyons below, well, I just think it would be good if one of us maybe stood up and said a few words, or, so as not to involve the police, at least quietly wrote something down. When I was all the way on the other side of the country in North Carolina, I met a fellow Oregonian who shared this poem with me and the rest of the people at the retreat that we were both on. Um, And so thank you to Maida for sharing this fun one. She asked before she shared it, wait, is Billy Collins considered a good poet? And we all kind of laughed and said, yeah, sure. And she proceeded to read it to us. And I do think Billy Collins is a good poet. He served as poet laureate of our country for a few years. And I don't know if I mentioned this when Anna was with me, but he's what I consider a gateway 
poet. So someone whose work tends to be accessible to people who are maybe just getting started reading poetry. And I always admire folks who are able to do that. And he does it intentionally. He wrote a poem about teaching poetry. And I remember he said he's trying to get his students to put their ear up to the hive of the poem or something like that, just to listen, just to hold it up to the light and and see what they see and hear what they hear, but that they have a tendency to want to tie the poem down and beat it and get it to confess its secrets to them. So I think it's safe to say that with his own poetry, he's trying to write poems that don't need to be beaten, that don't have secrets. It's not about a puzzle. It's not about technical trickiness, but just about a poem that can be read and understood, looked at, listened to, and enjoyed without needing a lot of expertise or fancy degrees. And don't you agree the poems you've heard from him so far fit the bill with that? It's easy to see ourselves in this poem and not only recognize a situation, but maybe even some of our own thoughts that he's written down in such a funny way, but that also rings so true. So even if this poem had just stuck to the scene it's describing of these passengers waiting at the terminal for their plane, described with such humor and empathy, I would have enjoyed it. But I can't help really loving at the end the little plug for what poetry can do, where he talks about, we could stand up and make a speech about this, but so as not to involve the police, someone should quietly write it down. And I love that that idea of poetry as quietly writing something down that could maybe get you in trouble if you stood up and announced it to a whole room full of people, or at least would be awkward or maybe make you look a little bit like a nut. But that poetry and writing and art in general is a place where those true thoughts can come out and be recorded in a way that becomes palatable for people. Um, And it wouldn't necessarily be if it was announced into a microphone. I'm just going to read this one again. It's fun. Enjoy Passengers by Billy Collins. At the gate, I sit in a row of blue seats with the possible company of my death. This sprawling miscellany of people, carry-on bags and paperbacks, that could be gathered in a flash into a band of pilgrims on the last open road. Not that I think if our plane crumpled into a mountain, we would all ascend together, holding hands like a ring of skydivers, into a sudden gasp of brightness, or that there would be some common spot for us to reunite to jubilize the moment, some spaceless, pillarless grease, where we could, at the count of three, toss our ashes into the sunny air. It's just that the way that man has his briefcase so carefully arranged, the way that girl is cooling her tea, and the flow of the comb that woman passes through her daughter's hair. And when you consider the altitude, the secret parts of the engines, and all the hard water and the deep canyons below, well, I just think it would be good if one of us maybe stood up and said a few words, or, so as not to involve the police, at least quietly wrote something down. Part of my vision for Take This Poem was to have it be interactive. 
I imagined it as a virtual bonfire poetry reading, where friends, family, local poets, and you can come together to warm our hands on some poetry. So what would that look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. You could send me a voice recording of you reading a poem to be included in a mailbag poetry reading. Commenting on the poem is welcome, but optional. Don't be shy. It's the only voice you got. What better use for it do you have than reading beautiful words out loud? Also, you could request a poem that you'd like to hear me read and ponder on the show. Or tell me what you've been thinking about these days and I could play literary matchmaker and choose a poem for you. And by the way, I am aware that I have a small but loyal following of youngsters out there and these invitations are all open to them as well. Send any of these or other ideas you have to takethispoempodcast at gmail.com and join me in sharing good poems with this little community. I hope to hear from you soon.